whatever it takes That rage will catch you through So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm happy with what God gave me. Your <laughs> old pal, Pat. I told you she was Christian. Yes. I told you. You did. You did. Jenna. I knew it all along, Rach. I was like, this blonde Aryan <laughs> is going to come in here and she's going to drop some God stuff. And the, for the first time, we got a little taste <laughs> of the God stuff coming out of our pal, our, old, our other old pal, Jenna. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, how you doing, Rach? I'm doing pretty good. Um, end of summer. Well, I mean, you know, by people's calendars, not by the real calendar. No, the real calendar is what? What's the last day? Like the twenties, whenever the solstice, not the solstice, the equinox is. Oh, the solstice. This equinox. is you. You breathe in the solstice air. <laughs> <sighs> right? Yeah. And you turn the solstice yeah. air into crystals. Oh yeah, big on my crystals. Love, love a crystal. I know you're a big crystal, Mark. Um, but but and also weather wise, we're not getting out of this anytime oh, soon. Oh no, so. no. It actually got hotter in the last couple of days than it had been. The temperature today was not high, but it was so gross, muggy, thick. Yeah, same here. It was uh, supposed to rain, but it hasn't really. But Labor Day, how was your Labor Day? I didn't work, so I did what I was supposed to do. I Well, you haven't worked in what, 30, <laughs> couple 30 some odd <laughs> yeah, days? Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Five weeks. In keeping with, in keeping in with keeping that, with. but I'm starting back to work tomorrow. So this was the end of my mm. break. I had a nice little break between projects. Um, I'm glad you glad it up while I you... asked for this break, and I'm glad that I did, because it turns out that my project wouldn't have been ready for me to start anyway. <laughs> So I think it's going to be a slow, like, couple well, weeks before things actually start. All right. So you're going to ease back into yeah, it. Yeah, should be good. Ease on down the how road. Was, how was your say. Labor Day? Great. Did you labor? Or did you refrain from labor? Uh, I feel like it's all labor these days. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed, it's mostly labor. Yeah. It's always something going. Something to do, something to clean, something to fucking make, something to, I don't know. It's always something. Yeah. It's always labor. And now we're laboring again. We're laboring into the world of podcasts. Oh, yeah. This is a lot of work. People don't realize that. It takes a you lot know, of time, we're labor. energy. I had to just throw my son out of the bedroom where he was so sad. He was very Because Rachel made me. Yeah. Rachel told me to throw him out of the bedroom because she didn't want to listen to him talk. And he made a sad face and he told me, I just want to be with you. And I had to, and then he wouldn't give me a hug. So it's all good. Everything's good. Really happy. Living it up. It's a good end to the weekend, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. A long weekend. Mm-hmm. Sigh, la vie. But we're not here to talk about sad kids Mm-mm. or Labor Day no. or laboring a podcast, Mm-mm. labor pains. No. Um, what else? We're not here. That's it. Labor we're not here breathing. to talk about any of that. <sighs> labor breathing. <coughs> laboring <laughs> upon, I don't know, poetry or yeah, something? I yeah. don't know. Uh, we're here to talk about Degrassi. 
The Next Generation? Episode. Not anymore. No, 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 no. This is not, no. as we said last week, your grandma's Degrassi. This is just Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Epi- more specifically, Degrassi episodes 1003 and 1004. Mm-hmm. They are the 189th wow. and the 190th episodes of Degrassi. Wow. Knee the next generation. Mm-hmm. But because of all the two-parters, and these two-parters are coming fast and furious, they're laboring these two parts. Mm-hmm. This is really the 150th proper episode story. Really, if you think about it because of the four parters, it's probably really just still a continuation of the 149th episode. But we'll go with the titles, I think. I think the titles will be the easiest. Titles yeah. really set it apart. Yeah. Uh, name of the episode it, uh, episodes are Breakaway mm-hmm. Part 1 and Breakaway Part 2. Breakaway is a Kelly Clarkson song. Interestingly enough, Kelly Clarkson just made a statement about how it was the 20th anniversary from the day that she won. Wow. American Idol part one. Wow. And somebody also floated a video clip from an audition from American Idol part one that claimed it was Marjorie Taylor Greene auditioning for American Idol part one. And it was very embarrassing. (laughs) I don't know if it was really her. It did kind of look like her. I hope so. But there was... There's no proof. It was a woman who said her name was Stephanie Sugarman or Sugarmaker or something. Sugarmaker. So there was Sugar <laughs> Sugarbaker. Sugar Stephanie he Sugarbaker. He said Sugarmaker, which I think is a much better name. <laughs> Sugarmaker. The, from from the from the famous Georgia Sugarmakers. Sugar <laughs> from the Domino family. Oh yeah, Sugar. yeah, the Sugarmakers. Yeah. Um, but Domino should be from your neck of the Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. She's it. She's a piece of shit from Georgia, but <laughs> Kelly Clarkson's not a piece of shit from Georgia. She's a fucking, by all accounts, a wonderful person. Lovely lady. Uh, and so what's your favorite Kelly Clarkson song, pal? Rachel, what's your favorite Kelly Clarkson um, song? I once was told I looked like Kelly Clarkson. Um, I don't. You don't. Yeah, I, I don't really see it. But uh, one person was convinced that that was like my doppelganger. Um, you look nothing like Kelly Clarkson, sorry. I mean, whether whether that's in your head good or bad. Years ago, I don't know. It was just kind of a strange. I was just like, oh, I've never heard that one before because I used to hear the same ones, you know. And so that was a weird one to be thrown out. But I also, speaking of doppelgangers, really quickly, there was an interesting study that came out that apparently people who are doppelgangers, their DNA looks very similar, which makes Stop. sense. But isn't that wild? You think me and Richard, me and Dick Dreyfus are have very sharing similar close looking, DNA? Very similar looking DNA. Um, but yeah, as, as far as Kelly Clarkson, I'm pretty basic. And Since You've Been Gone, I think, is like one of the best songs ever. And anytime it comes on the radio, which is not that often, but, you know, every so often I Anymore, listen to like yeah. a pop radio station or a Jack or a Ben FM, if you will. Um, and I will blast that. Yeah, nothing. With all due respect to all other songs. Yeah since you've been gone like you can't it's almost like you should take since you've been i won't because yeah. i don't want to belabor the point belabor oh the point yeah on this labor day yes but it's almost like you should take it out of the running because come on what the fuck else she has other songs i guess does she there's a christmas does I mean, <laughs> break away yeah i know break i mean i know she does but i'm like but really at the end of the day does she have other songs me by the hand, take me some. That's not her. That's I uh, just saying Ever Levine <laughs> by mistake because I guess that song reminds me of Breakaway. Um, she has a fun like Christmas song. There's like a popular Christmas song that mm-hmm. she has. Mm-hmm. Do you know it? 
Uh, I think I have it on my playlist, but honestly, I can't really remember exactly what it is. I can't think of it yeah. right now, but it plays all the time. Yeah, it's definitely Christmas. on one of my Christmas playlists. It's fun. But since you've been gone, is just a knockout. Oh, oh my God. It's like, I, I could get sick of it, I think, if I heard it like on repeat. like three times. Yeah, but I am not sick of it. Right now, I'm like, man, I haven't heard that in a while. I should just put that on right now. When it, when it just fucking breaks down and mm-hmm. she just yells since you've been gone. Oh, oh, it's Bellissima. so good. Bellissima, you know. Yeah. Great song. Best song. One of the best songs of the time, mm-hmm. I'd say. Not Morris Day in the time, but the time period. All time? In which it was released. Oh, okay. I think so. That time, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the truly great pop songs, and God bless American Idol. Well, I don't know about that. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> don't go that far, but. A moment like this that people wait oh, forever. God. <laughs> Special kiss. I feel like that's like every jewelry commercial. Can't believe it's happening to me. Some people wait a lifetime to be in a movie with Justin Guarini. <laughs> Not someone I'm I think Justin about too often. <laughs> Justin Guarini. He's he's famous now because he's on the he's the Dr. Pepper commercials. Guy. Oh little really? Twist, little whatever. Yeah. I feel like Justin Guarini ended up doing a lot of like Broadway musical stuff. Mm. <clears throat> like like being probably, the, yeah. I think it was like probably like when the original cast of Rock of Ages left. Mm-hmm. He like took up the mantle for like the third lead or something. Mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson, though, American Idol was a thing, still happens, apparently. Yeah, but I think that no one cares about it to the same extent that they used to. I also forget yeah. that there are some people who are very famous who've come out of American Idol. Yeah, very famous. Very famous. Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Clay Aiken. We know <laughs> T- Taylor Hicks, of course. The great Ruben Taylor. Stuttered. Soul Patrol himself, Taylor <laughs> Hicks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I'd say the most famous ones, Jennifer Hudson. I think so right? too. I forgot that she was on that. I recently lost a question in Trivial Pursuit from 2009 because I did not know that question. Really? What yeah. was the question? Um, it was asking something about this American Idol winner, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't realize that she had won on I didn't nope. A, realize that she was on American Idol. Like, I think that that just completely escaped my knowledge entirely. She didn't win America. She was uh, she was bounced off American Idol. She was a contestant, but she was actually voted off quite early. Wow. She was well, not like I think Mm. she came in like seventh. Mm. I'm sure the dope monkeys could correct me if I'm wrong, but she was not like a winner. Okay, but when she was voted off, it was a shock. Mm -hmm. So like when she ended up going home, it was to to a man. Everybody was like, "That's crazy! Like she's amazing!" Yeah. I think that's the season Fantasia one, though. And Fantasia's great. Fantasia Barino, one of the greats. But Jackie Tone from American Idol, who ended up being one of the leads on Glow. Did you watch Glow? I did. I don't know who Jackie Tone is, though. She was one of the Glow wrestlers. She's an actor. She's great. See, this is the thing. I did not watch any of American Idol, so I only really know some of the stuff that made it through the ether of uh, important news to Rachel. I once offended Catherine McPhee on a on like a roundtable show that I was on. So 
there was this like round table like internet show. It was like a pop culture show uh-huh. and I would go on it with like my friends Michael Gorman and Mike Torpy and we would like be part of this like round table discussion. And one time Catherine McPhee came on and she was like promoting something. I don't remember. She um and I was like a big I liked Catherine McPhee quite a bit, but I thought it would be very funny if I if I said because she was up against, she lost American Idol to uh-huh. Taylor Hicks, the mm-hmm. Soul Patrol himself, mm-hmm. which is one of like the craziest, like fucking Taylor Hicks, this guy blows. Mm-hmm. So it was like a controversial win. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be funny if on this show, at some point I had this idea that I, and I, that I would be like, say that I was a big Taylor Hicks fan, big part of the Soul Patrol. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said it and she was like, she couldn't tell it as obviously joking because now we, we've all established how crazy it is that Catherine McPhee lost to Taylor Hicks. Yeah. So I had to like, be like, I'm just, I'm, and then I had to like walk it back and be like, you realize it's crazy that you lost to Taylor and like spell it all out for her. Oh. But she didn't, she didn't like me and deservedly. So, I mean, I deserved it. What a piece of shit. Asshole. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I thought it was very clear that I was being sarcastic. But she, but did she not was. See that, she yeah. literally, like, in the moment, was like, "That's fine. I don't really care." And I was like, "Oh no, no, no! Wait a minute! Oh my god! Let me walk this back." Oh no! That was an embarrassing moment for me. Yeah, because I liked uh, Catherine McPhee. Yeah. Anyway, some people wait a lifetime for that one special kiss. Can't believe it's happening to me. And some people wait a lifetime to have to announce to the school that they aren't pregnant, but lie still and say <laughs> it's a miscarriage. I There's... Uh, yeah, I, I... Before we get into the stories of this, because that was a great segue, by the way. <laughs> you worked really hard on it. Um, but do you have a blurb? Did you blurb I it up or no? I do have a blurb. I do have let's a blurb. blurb it up. Let's, um, let's but before make I even say the blurb, I know we're now four episodes into this, so this would have been like a week of episodes. And so some yep. of those stories like overlap. Some of them don't. Um, I am loving this season. Like, Me too. I am... I was not expecting it because I, I just thought we were going to get to this and I'm going to be like, I don't know any of these people. I don't care about them. I mean, obviously we've had them for a couple of seasons now, some of them. So we have gotten to know and like some of these characters a lot. I mean, surprisingly, I already like Claire. Um, and Claire I, is fucking, what are people talking about? Claire is <laughs> Claire was so great. annoying when she was first on, but so. like for like yeah. three episodes, like it wasn't even that long. Um, Once she took that uniform off, it's oh, been it like, was so much better. Like she suddenly became a better character. But what the other thing that I find really interesting about all of this is I'm curious to see like the next two episodes or the next four episodes, like how much of these stories continue versus because I feel like this feels more like instead of an episode of the week, like let's teach a lesson, like one offs. It's they're getting really deep into like continuing stories, which we have complained about the entire time. And I know that that was how it was built. Like, it's not like it's their fault. Like that's, they kind of had to do that a little bit with how this show was structured, but I'm really enjoying this like continuing storyline stuff. Yeah. We're, I mean, we'll see how it plays out, but right now it feels like uh, it does feel like a different show. Mm -hmm. It feels like they are listening to, they listen to all the critics. I don't know if there were critics, but all of the things that the critics make you and me. Yeah. So in (laughs) 20 years after the fact, they took a time machine and went back. (laughs) 
Because now it's doing all the things that I wanted it to do. Yeah, and I have a feeling that's the change from CTV to to Nickelodeon slash much music carrying it that I think that they made it a different show for that purpose. But again, we'll see how this goes. We're jumping Mm -hmm. to conclusions after only having watched the first week of the boiling points. Yeah. Because we never, you don't know, we may not see fucking Fiona again for eight weeks. We don't know. But this show seems to be really like the first four episodes. These Mm -hmm. first four episodes are like so coin focused. Mm-hmm. Like we're in New York for a giant chunk of all of this. Yeah. With the coins, Deck mm-hmm. Deck, Fifi, Mrs. Coin, and of mm-hmm. course Wayne Coin. Yeah, Mr. Wayne Coin. Mm-hmm. It's so funny, like when you when they're at the apartment and you just see in the background Wayne Coin just walk by in a hamster ball. It's like <laughs> you don't expect it. And he's just like <laughs> He's actually in the background of the mirror. Like you can yeah. see him in the mirror shots. <laughs> Oh man. So before we get into it, do you want to hear my blurb? Yes, please. Let Let me let me start off by saying these are going to have to be a lot less creative than I think they were for the last season because there is so much going on. So it's mm-hmm. like if I really wanted to hit all the notes, I would need like six more pages of blank space because my notes are like like I have so many notes from this episode. I had very little space to put a blurb in. Yeah. All right. Well, let's hear it. Oh, so you're saying you can only <laughs> You can't start a new page. No, it's gotta, no, it's gotta it's exist gotta on whatever's left. <laughs> I'm running out of paper. Guys. But when you've I got can't... fucking D stories, like I don't even know. I was like, how do I write notes for this? <laughs> I don't no, this is still hard to. It's still daunting, even in my brain. And I just watched it, and I yeah. paid more attention this week than I have mm-hmm. because I was like, last week felt like a shit show, and then listening back to it, it really didn't sound like a shit show. Mm-mm. It sounded pretty fine, but mm-hmm. like I was, I felt very much in the weeds. So I was like, I got to pay more attention and take more notes, mm-hmm. and I did, but I still feel like nervous about it. But we'll see. Yeah, I feel like we got into a routine with our uh, previous episodes because things were very formulaic and we knew what we were looking for and they rarely went outside that formula. And now it's like, oh, this is different. Like, how are they how are we organizing this in our heads? I don't even know, dude. Um, Let's get this blurb. Okay, okay. Who is more unhinged? Fiona Russell Crowe in that movie Unhinged, where where it's called Unhinged. (laughs) And he drives the car and he kills that lady. Yeah. Um, Fiona for flying to Toronto without telling anyone. Anya and Sav for lying to win a presidency. Holly J for stealing $2,000. Or Wesley for touching Claire's boobs. All of this and more in Breakaway. Great. Perfect blurb. I'm going to answer. I'm going to rank the, I'm going to rank okay. those un- okay. by order of unhinged. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Number one. Easily for me, Sav and Anya. This shit is the most is unhinged. Unhinged. It's oh my bizarre. God. It is bizarre. It's wacky, yes. silly, unhinged. Uh, it's crazy that Fiona, I mean, sorry, Holly J stealing $2,000 is not number one. Mm-hmm. But that almost felt like not so much unhinged and more like she thought about it. It was a thoughtful yeah. thing. So maybe it's more like sociopathy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'm more like nut job, which was another word that someone somebody calls somebody a nut job. What was the what was so Wesley? uh, Uh, Wesley touching Claire's boobs. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's not so. 
that's more of a threes company hilarious misunderstanding. Like, yeah. it was like that was like, oh, it's like, you know what I mean? So that's the lowest on your list. Then. I don't know if it's lowest. It's the most probably like genuinely offensive. But Claire didn't seem to be that offended by it. Yeah. What's the other one? What was the, um, uh, oh, Fiona oh, going to Toronto no. without so, telling anyone? <laughs> here's here's my order. Onions have Holly J. It's weird that I don't think the Fiona thing is particularly unhinged because it's like feels like in in keeping with her character. So I'm going to say <laughs> Fiona and then I'm going to say then Wesley. Is it bad that I'm picking Wesley last? No, no, I don't think that that's uh, particularly terrible. What that I found funny terrible. about that was just that he was like, OK, I guess I'm just going to touch her boobs. now." <laughs> and she was like, not she was just like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I think okay. I chuckled at that out loud. I think that this is kind of four separate stories and it's those four. I think that it's Fiona and her going to New York and then it's the presidency race and everything that happens with Sab and Anya. And then it's the boob job, <laughs> Claire and Jenna story, which might be one of my favorite stories of all time. And it's literally then it's, a Three's Company episode. Yeah, yeah. And then it's Holly J's uh, realizing that she's not going to have enough money for college. But isn't that tied in with, oh, I guess, with it, Fiona? It does, but it's kind of like a separate story, which is what's interesting about it. It's not related to the Fiona unhinged nut job i can't believe they say these things and they're just like it's okay i know but that's what's so wild about it and i i just cannot believe also i know we talked about this last week but there was nothing that said any of this about fiona until the twin cest thing in the movie there was nothing no one but was she that she is so such a drama queen and she was you know she's crazy and we have you know can't trust her was she so i did i miss something what was she so because she went took a plane and went to toronto why do i not think that's a big deal (laughs) i know it wasn't it wasn't that part of it that people were saying those things about her it was her and bobby bacala you mean about brian baloney brian baloney Oh, because she put, because she painted the. Well, it was because that happened, and then she thought that no one was going to believe her because she apparently is now just this person that everyone's treating like. I see. I see. Yeah. Gotcha. Like she's a little bit crazy. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. I see. Okay. And I feel like that kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> like that was like not really an established thing when we met her last season. I don't and then think they it just was decided. Okay, and then this is like a backstory that we didn't have before. Yeah, it's definitely was not a established thing when we met her, but then we met her and then she went away for like 55 episodes True. and then came back <laughs> and then she was this. So yeah. I, we didn't really get to know her that well. So I think a majority of the time that we have spent with her has mm-hmm. been this passionate sometime. This is Mrs. Coyne. Sometime. Remember when she was talking to her? No. <laughs> is that falling on deaf ears when they have no the no no i remember it i remember and she's it. like i don't remember exactly what she said she was like you think i'm a, i'm like a crazy drama queen and she's like i think you're sensitive and passionate yeah sometimes a little i don't know what she says yeah but just let me have a guardian and then i can live in toronto so if you want to <laughs> we can treat she's like okay <laughs> If you want to, we can treat the Holly J part as 
part of the A story, or we can treat it as going from 2D to 3D. <laughs> you know what? It's also like, I, I hear there's, you need to stay in Toronto. I hear there's a loft open. Because someone, <laughs> you know, got well, married. Hot Peter must. Oh, Spinner, yeah, because Hot Peter's not there anymore. No, I wonder where Hot, Hot Peter's living these days. Yeah, Above because, the dot. But here's the thing: so Hot Peter left the uh, loft to go move back in with Hatsu, but now Hatsu's been f- seemingly she's let gone. Go she's not the her. president anymore. President, so, president. Yeah, no, she's anymore. not the president. She's uh, not the principal anymore. So I don't know where Hot Peter is. If he's living in, maybe he, he's not in Regina though, because he was working at the dot last week. Yeah. Uh, so maybe, maybe he took over his loft again. But yeah, we do know a good loft, and Fiona shopping for credenzas for it. So. Oh, Fiona. I love Fiona. So what do you think? Should we do uh, Holly J as part of the Fifi story? I think so because it is okay. part of Fiona's whole story. Because yeah. her whole impetus for going back is Holly J too. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the beginning of the real true friendship between these two characters, which I'm very excited about and looking forward to exploring more as time goes by. And glad that one of them already owes the other one something so that they're <sighs> bonded together forever. Oh, my God. All right, let's try it. <laughs> okay. Well, l- let's just say that this episode starts off with Fiona walking a fine line on the edge of the roof of the school. <laughs> She's like a manic pixie dream girl at this point. Like, yeah, look at that. <sighs> Um, yeah. yeah, so she's like walking on the roof. She calls Declan. She's like, listen, Bobby, B- Brian Baloney hit me, threw me down the stairs. And Declan's, I'm so, I was surprised that Declan's like a London librarian. Response, London librarian, for those of you who don't know. Mm-hmm. His response wasn't to be like, I'm going to go murder this person. I mean, I, I guess that's mature of him that he didn't want to mm-hmm. do that. But he was like, should we call the police? Am I right or am I already jumping? No, I mean, that's essentially what happens. It just happens over a few scenes. Yeah, he was like, we can't let him get away with this. And then Fiona does the thing where she make up, makes up her face to appear as though she's been hit and takes pictures and puts them on Instagram. But to be fair, she, she had already. <laughs> yeah, she. So, I mean, not the most the greatest thing, probably, but also mm-hmm. she this is based on reality, you know? Yeah, I really hate this whole storyline of everyone telling Fiona that she's crazy. I think it's, there's nothing that seems particularly abnormal about most of her actions, except for the fact that everyone's gaslighting her. So now she doesn't trust anything that she's doing or saying. And I think it's making her a little bit in the same way that in the movie gaslight that happens, it's making her a little bit crazy. Do you think that, I mean, I don't think Declan's gaslighting her. I think Declan is being also. No, no, I don't think Declan is, but I think there's a general like, can we trust you kind of vibe that she's getting from everyone. And so then she doesn't feel comfortable telling people about what happened with Brian Baloney. Yeah. So, yeah, she puts the pictures up. Brian Baloney goes up to London, the librarian. And he's mm-hmm. like, your sister's fucking nuts, dude. Like she, she painted that on her face. And then. Fiona shows up and she doesn't have the black eye. And this mm-hmm. makes Declan be like, well, what the fuck, dude? You're just ruined a guy's reputation, which I was a mm-hmm. little pissed at Declan. Yeah. And then Fiona leaves because Declan mm-hmm. does, is all turned around. He doesn't know what to think. Mm-hmm. So Declan later on is speaking to Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair. Mm-hmm. Man, this also plays into the fucking Anya storyline. All yeah. hard. 
And we won't ho- get into that yet. I know. And Holly <laughs> J says, you know, Fiona Skyped me and she, you know, was a little, looked, felt a little bit like she was having some troubles. And she was like, maybe mm-hmm. you should listen to her. Maybe, mm-hmm. so maybe something's going on. And so that's when Declan was like, you know what? You're right. And Declan goes back to the house and he is very apologetic. And he says, I should have believed you. I'm sorry. I mean, it took Holly J saying it, but at least it happened. Mm-hmm. And she said she's never been happy except for when she was at in the hallowed halls of Degrassi Community School. Whatever yeah. it takes. Yeah. So they literally have a conversation and like she shows him her leg bruises from him throwing down the stairs. And yes, then do. he walks away saying that he's going to, you know, we'll have to press charges, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Um, and then he walks away and she's like, calls a phone number <laughs> and says, hi, I'd like to book a flight. Yeah. Which, which clearly is how people still book flights these days. I just love how much she just like, I want to go back to Toronto. I was like, good. For I you. know she who wanted to go back to New York so badly. Not that long ago. Yeah, That was all a performance though. Cause she was wanting to like mm-hmm. be cooler than she is. Yeah. So she, so she yeah. shows up at Degrassi. Yeah. Degrassi community school. Uh, mm-hmm. Right after Holly J is having a tete a tete with Sav about the, mm-hmm. Uh, the presidential race that they're about to have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, uh, what's her name? Fiona, Fifi. She's like, mm-hmm. dude, you should totally be the president of the school. You're so much more qualified. Let's go and have coffee and talk about it. She's like, okay, why? How are mm-hmm. you here? And they're going to do debate prep at yeah. the dot. And they said the, that everything is better in Toronto, except the coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dragon the Dots coffee? I feel like that's like the best place to get a cup. I mean, we don't know. We've never been. I know. You're right. We should ask the Torontonians. Broomheads. There's we- a lot of terrible coffee in New York also. So, yeah, they do debate prep. They're talking. She's like, how are you here? She's like, I took a plane. And she's like, and Holly J's like, <laughs> you didn't tell anybody. She's like, it's not running away if you tell somebody where you're going. Oh my god. Yeah. So you know, then what? Then then she calls Fiona's mom. Am I skipping? I feel like I'm skipping past things. No, nope. That's what happened. She calls her mom. She calls Mrs. Coyne, Wayne Coyne's wife from the Flaming Lips. <laughs> Do mm-hmm. you realize? <laughs> And she shows up. And she shows up at the school. And she's in a big giant hamster ball. She's like, that's how she got there. She just she borrowed it. <laughs> she's like, I gotta get in it really fast. Um, she shows up at Degrassi Community School. They have a conversation. She's like, you can't just fucking run away. Yeah, I mean, Fiona is saying something's wrong with me. You're not, I'm not the daughter that you really want. And her mom's like, that's not true. You're, you know, you're very passionate and very sensitive, which is just code for, you know, we have to treat you a special But then she does believe her about what happened with Brian Baloney and says, you know, we have to press charges and go back to New York. And Fiona's like, I don't want, I mean, I don't blame her. I wouldn't want to have anything to do with it. I wouldn't want to go back there either. And she's like, please, can I say in Toronto, can I get, like, can I be emancipated like Hot Peter was? And if you don't trust me, we can hire a guardian or something who can hang out with me. 
Um, but let me buy an apartment here. Unbelievable. Imagine. And her mom says, sure. What a life. <laughs> she I also sure. love that her mom called Brian Baloney that bastard. Yeah. Brian, fucking Brian Baloney. This guy sucks. Mm-hmm. Well, it also starts off with before the whole guardian thing, her mom's like, these are some other fancy schools you can go to. Bromley Brook in Vermont. <laughs> you love to ski. B- they, they love BBs in this fucking Yeah, family. BBs. That would remind her too much of Brian Baloney, so she can't go there. So, yeah, that was in Vermont, did you say? Is that where it was? Yeah. yeah. And then there was like a boarding school somewhere, too, that she And she was like, not mentioned. boarding school. Could you yeah. imagine what a fucking privileged life? It makes me be like a little annoyed. And it makes me understand yeah. why uh, Holly J steals $2,000 from her. <laughs> Cause like, what does she need it for? Oh my God. The fact that she like, doesn't really like the fact that she has $48,000 just sitting in a bank account. I was like, what's that like? <laughs> Tell me more. So she could buy, did, did, did they buy an apartment? Is that what happened? I don't know. She was looking at listings, but she also bought, uh, she bought a $4,000 credenzo <laughs> sitting next to Holly J. So in the meantime, Holly J's money woes are becoming more apparent. Yeah. Her mom walks in while she's, uh, looking at Yale stuff and talking about how they have to move soon and how she probably can't go to Yale. And maybe she should like set her sights on some other things. Like mm-hmm. you're going to go places, but maybe not to Yale. Yeah. But also something specific happens to make her think that she needs even more stuff to get into Yale because she was going to. Oh, yeah. She she loses the presidency. We'll get into that shortly, which also like, what the fuck? (laughs) I can't believe it. Um, So she's talking to Miss Sauve at the beginning of the second episode. And Miss Ove's like, here's like, do you do a team sport? Like, what other things can we throw? And I was like, I thought this was going to turn into like her joining some team. And she didn't. Me too. Um, I would have liked that. So what she said that she should probably do is an SAT prep course. And I'm like, if she's doing well in school, I don't think that's the thing that she needs. But Mm -hmm. fine. Like, and these prep courses cost 2000 loonies. (laughs) That's a lot of loony. Did you ever take an SAT prep course? I did not. No, I, I did like I had the books, so I did like test <laughs> runs at home, but I didn't, you know. No, those books like were those books test. were less loonies in the long. Run. Yeah, they were like fifteen loonies. There were fewer loonies <laughs> than the whole prep course. Oh, I can't believe so. Holly J decides that you know she's gonna need to take this, but she's just like, how am I gonna get the money? I mean, she worked at the dot so for so long. Why like, isn't surely. she working at the damn dot? I don't know. She doesn't have time. Well, she had to quit the dot to go to New York for the yeah. internship. But can't she get her job? I guess because Spinner's not there. Although Spinner was Yeah, well, Hot Peter's that. working there now. He might be taking all the shifts. I don't understand why they can't let her work at the dot. I mean, not that, I don't know how it's going to take yeah. her a long time to make $2,000 at the yeah. dot. But so supposedly they're moving in a month and those boxes are not going to pack themselves. <laughs> And I don't know if she ever picked up those things she knocked off the shelf last week. I don't think so. I think they're just still sitting on a heap. I think on she's her just floor. so busy. Yeah. So she's like getting more and more worked up about this and she's Skyping with Deck Deck. And Deck Deck is talking about there's, I guess, like the Yale essay they need to work on is like, who's your greatest influence? And Deck Deck was writing about the Dalai Lama. And he says, whatever it takes, right? They Not only did he they say are, it, they also almost said it like three times. 
I know. They are really all in on whatever it takes right now. I know I can make it through. Sad version. If I hold out, if I do. <laughs> Who would you write They're about? like boiling point, but also whatever it takes to get to that point. Who would you point? have written about Brett Scallions? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of my college essays, I know I wrote about the John Waters movie Pecker. <laughs> what about it? Because he was a photographer, so yeah, I was really applying like, to photography yeah. programs. I have this grandma. I don't remember who has why? This I just statue. remember that that's what it was. Full of grace. I love that movie. It's a good movie. I don't mm-hmm. remember any of the things I wrote about in any of my college essays. You know, who was your greatest influence? In 1998 at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Probably like Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> oh, wait. Get your, get your lips wet. It's time to talk peps. You had some peps news, didn't you? <laughs> I do have some peps news. This is a nice segue this is, into some peps news. Rachel, of all people, had some peps. I Better know, peps I update. Um, I wasn't even planning that. Um, so I was in my dad's car the other day and... He turned on the car and it was set to the serious channel that is all peps all the time, which I didn't know existed until the other day. It's new. Okay. But so not only is there that station, it, he has a bookmarked on his, as one of his favorite stations. Can I tell you something though? What I found out shortly after you told me that Uh is that that station and this, he, I'm not saying it's not bookmarked for the peps. Okay. But okay. that station had previously, before it became the Peps station, was a Beach Boys station. But he's not a Beach Boys so fan. So it's for the Peps. So it's he for was the Peps. Pepsing it up. So he has already bookmarked this as one of his favorite stations. And then the next day, we get back in his car again. And I was in a really bad mood. I just yeah. had like a terrible morning. And he turns on the car and the Peps comes on. And, and I you said, were just like fucking feeling said, it, right? You were I like, said, can yes. you turn this off? I fucking hate the chili pepper. No, you were not. You were probably like, ba-down, 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 ba-down. Stick knife. And then he changed the station. And then I apologized. And now I have not heard any more Peps serious radio again. When did that happen? When the Peps were on in the car? When was that? Thursday. Oh my gosh. You must have, you must have been having a day. Oh yeah. Friday was the day I was having a day. And you were probably just like, God damn it. I got to listen to Pat talking about this soon. <laughs> I know I got to have this on here now. I just can't. I'm pepsed out. Pepsed out. Pepsed to the out. Max. Pepsed out. Dear friend and broomhead Lindsay Joe uh, went mm-hmm. to see the peps. We should have her come on and give us a, uh, a uh, for peps talk. Peps I think news. a lot of people have been to this peps tour and I saw them once in 1999 at a festival and they put on a good show. Like, but I just anybody, was not in the mood to listen to peps. If you've seen the peps, and you want to send in a, <laughs> a uh, testimonial about your time at the show, record send it. In a, send in a review of the concert and we'll record include it, it on the podcast. Record it. We'll put all the peps reviews up at the end of the podcast. That's that's a promise right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Right here. You have to right tell here. us how many steak knives the concert god. Cock <laughs> Take knife. That song has become the closer of their set, like the encore closer. That's like their mm-hmm. biggest song, I guess. Car park. Well, that was Pep's news. Rachel's coming straight from the mouths of Rachel. Mm. She loves them now. She's really into it. As she screamed at her father to turn the chili <laughs> 37 years old. Do you know what song it was that was playing that riled you I, up so much? I, it was like a weird one that I'd never heard before. It was a deep cut. No. Oh. 
but I can't remember what it was called, but I was just like, I've never heard this song before and I don't want to listen to it right now. It sounded terrible. Was it Aquatic Mouth Dance maybe? or I don't think so. I can't, no, it had a, it was a two word title, but I don't remember what it was. Mm. Right. Underbridge. No, I know that one. <laughs> There's also a third word in there. Uh, Underbridge. Uh, there is? <laughs> Giveaway. It was giveaway. Car park. Breaking girl. <laughs> um, uh, it was not a single. It was not a single. So that was this. This is the Peps, Peps radio. Star. They can play whatever the hell they want. They don't have yeah. to play the singles. Yeah, that is true. So anyway, is. back to the Dalai Lama. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Nineteen ninety eight. I probably would have talked about like fucking. Um, uh, 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 the leads are Greg Graffin or like from Bad Religion or something. Mm. Yeah. So Dalai Lama, she's worried about not getting into Yale. And or- Fiona is just like, oh, four thousand dollars. That's what my boots cost. Like, what? I'm sorry. Just, I mean, to be fair, she was kind of asking for it. She was kind of asking for it. She shares her password with Holly J for her um, bank. For her bank account and shows holly j that she has forty eight thousand dollars in there and she's like oh my god i yeah she's not gonna miss 2k right but also if she ever checks any of her transactions there's no way that she's not gonna see that that's there and then that's exactly what happened she got an alert saying you moved two thousand dollars from your bank account this happens whilst sitting across from holly j and she's like, oh, that's so weird. How much did your SAT prep cost? Oh, man. And so mm-hmm. she put it together right away. She's a smart cookie. Mm-hmm. She is. She was very upset. Holly J was like, I don't have any money. Yeah. And she said, you know, I, I want to pay you back. Like, I just need to get that money together. And Fiona's like, if you had just asked, I would have given it to that you. That was the thing. That was the dagger. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because of course she would have. Yeah, but money is a Hard is thing. a tricky subject for most adults, like let alone Hard. a seventeen year old. You know, Very and especially true. one who has already had money issues, where she was so used to having everything, and her family doesn't have money anymore. Yeah, that is true. Um, so, yeah, but also it. interestingly in this wrap up of this a story is that Fiona says, I came here because of you. <laughs> like, I'm oh, sorry. Wow. So she came back to Toronto because she's like one person who <laughs> will be but my isn't friend. That pretty sad that she has no other human. And this is a person yeah. that was like her enemy. Not that long ago. I know. And it seemed like she wasn't that unhappy that last season, uh, last season at Degrassi, you know, last semester at Degrassi, um, which I'm sure is why she wants to come back there. But I'm like, weren't you friends with anyone else? Didn't you become friends with anyone else when you were here? She really didn't. She didn't, really yeah. didn't have any friends. So Fiona says, so, you know, $2,000 at minimum wage, like you're going to owe me like 200 hours of hangout time. So yeah. I'm going to come sleep over at your house, despite all the moving boxes. And we're going to take classes together and all these other things. And then the, she holds up her pinky yeah. for Holly J to take her pinky. And they walk away together holding pinkies, which seems like it would be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Holly J tries to apologize. And then she's basically like, I'm going to make you be my friend. But she was like already her friend. So it wasn't much of a punishment. That doesn't seem that terrible. But that just goes to show how much money Fiona has to throw around. Well, also, she was like, um, why should I forgive you? Holly, uh, Fiona said. And Holly J was like, because we're both lacking in the friend department. Neither Mm -hmm. of these people have any friends. Holly J doesn't really have any friends. 
As, yeah, especially because Anya just fucked her yeah. over like big time. Anya Bananya. Oh my goodness. Ugh. I guess that means it's time for the Happy story. story. Oh, B movie. Jerry Seinfeld. Gotta love it. yellow jackets around these in, in my neighborhood they're following me everywhere I go. it's the time of year where they're really aggressive the yellow jackets and oh, you know what oh. they don't pollinate shit so they can all die they're wasps baby yeah. they're not bees get out no. of here with this fuck shit. that they are mean spirited they're oh. flying all over if you have food at oh, all forget, forget, it. forget it. it how do they know I don't know. I at the pool in like the last two weeks, like any time I've had just like water and they're like, oh, what do you got there? Let me come <laughs> see some of that. That's Jerry Seinfeld, too. <laughs> hey, what do you got? Some water to me? A yellow jacket. Hey, it's a cream cheese on a bagel. What's the deal? I just have butter. New York. So in the beginning of this, we get a little bit of Drew again, but not enough to get to know him at all. He's just like, oh, I know that you're going to be a teen dad, Sav, because it's already <laughs> on a blog. But they don't say if it's the anti-grapevine or not. I I'm like, what other was. blog is it? I did assume it was, but then they didn't say it. They which never, made me think, well, they maybe never confirmed. Not. Is there a compete? Is there going to be a, 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 a B story where because Sh- Shante never gets an A story. So will it be a B story where she's competing with another blog about Degrassi? It might be. I hope so. I hope so. The anti grapevine. And then it would be like the pro grapevine. And then the regular grapevine would be like, what? <laughs> what am I doing? Because they all this, anthropomorphic blogs. I thought this couldn't get any more bonkers, but it did. Go like, for it. Ta- I, talk us through it. Where do I even start? The thing, the thing that really got me is that pretty quickly into this, Anya tells Sav exactly what happened, which is that she's not pregnant. Holly J came up with this lie and then she chose to go along with it. (laughs) And then also this happens shortly after Sav is like, well, we should have a wedding, right? (laughs) Yeah. We're going to tell your parents first, my parents second, and then then we'll we'll have a nice wedding. wedding. And so Anya tells him. Yeah. And he's mad for like maybe three seconds and then he doesn't care anymore and suddenly likes Anya again. I'm like, wait, what? This is the same most toxic relationship. This Sav is the same person who was like, I can't even look at you, Anya, because Mm -hmm. you pretended to not be sad when you really were sad. That was a deal breaker. (laughs) You pretended to be okay about a pregnancy because so then bad. you thought that it would help me win the presidency because you might be like an evil genius. Like, let's be honest. Cause it's all about him. It, that helped him. So now yes. he doesn't care as much. This guy sucks. Still hate him. Sav, mm-hmm. Sav, Sav watch. I still hate him. Mm-hmm. And I'm pissed that he's fucking president over Holly Jacoby and Myers. Yeah. She definitely deserves it more. Totally. This is the plight of a of a woman, you know. Yeah, yeah. A a, a this is fucking the two, the twenty sixteen election. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is it all over again. <laughs> it's wild to me that Anya is saying about how she doesn't want Sav to hate her, and then 
like he said i think it was he that said i, I guess that's kind of sweet actually <laughs> do you remember when she pretended to be okay instead of acting like she was in agony all the time that he had broken up with her and mm-hmm. he took this as like a personal affront he was like mm-hmm. i can never look at you or trust you ever again how dare you pretend to not be sad and then this is like oh sounds good to me let's keep it going <laughs> you know how we've talked about how like half of these stories wouldn't happen if people just had a fucking conversation yes. um this is a great example of people actually having a conversation though, because they literally talk True. through it. And I was like, Oh, like they actually come to the same conclusion, which I was kind of happy about. I was like, yeah, I even agree. though it's so weird, the whole thing. So they agree that they're going to still pretend to be pregnant because it is gaining sab sympathy in his bid to become mm-hmm, the president mm-hmm. of the Degrassi school community mm-hmm. school. And sure enough, they're right. It works. They have a debate, Holly J and Sav. And Holly J says, you know, ultimately, he's just not ready to be president. And Sav's like, you know what? I had to balance my band practice with my band. What fucking, let let me tell you something. The studs are over. Yeah. With school and baby books and looking into midwives. (laughs) Meanwhile, the school. Like, they are saying this in front of fucking snake teachers, everybody. And nobody thinks to check in on the parents. Yeah. Like, and there's a point where in the next, the beginning of the next episode, where one of the counselors wants to talk to to Anya about this. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess we need to say something about this. It's like, really? You you think? Dude, it was so wild. I was like, so everybody knows, but... uh, Somehow your parents are just so out of the loop. Like, also, we never found out how this ended up on a blog, unless Holly J leaked it. No, because I think in, at that point, Holly J knew that it would work against her rather than with her. So I can't see her leaking it. Yeah, there's a point where she's on the phone talking to someone oh. about how. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Know. and This she's is a like, disaster of her own making, to be fair. Yes, it is. It is. Like, to be fair, I don't think that Holly J should have done that. Um, but I think that they each could have tried to win on their own merits. I mean, Sav is going to go for the fun dad vote because he's like, look, I'm going to do all the, we're going to have pep rallies and we're going to have a sleepover and a senior trip and blah, blah, blah. Instead of Holly J's like, why don't we do these things that are good for people's careers and like actually get them prepared for the real world. Holly J is very pragmatic. Yeah. It's very 2016 election. And so they have to go in front of the school on the camera with Snake for announcements, their video announcements. And Snake announces to his shock that Holly J has lost by 17 votes. I want to know who those 17 people are. What do you think? It's all those grade 10 guys. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, So Holly, so Anya and Sav are like, well, we got to fucking come clean. What are we going to do? You know, yeah, this is after Dave comes in and says that all the grade reps have gotten together and we want to throw you guys a baby shower. And I was just like the idea of like, I'm like, who else is with Dave? But I'm like, I can't imagine Dave thinking of that on his own. (laughs) How has this not leaked to their parents at some point? (gasps) Right. That's what I'm so baffled by. So then He's, they say we got to tell people. So they mm-hmm. call to have a video announcement at the beginning of school. And Sav is like, we have something to tell you. And he, he, he's like, Anya. And Anya goes <laughs> off book. And she's like, yeah. 
I had a miscarriage. She was like, she goes. Not only she said she said super bummer. Super bummer. <laughs> she says seven I. If only a miscarriage were just a super bummer. <laughs> she says seven I aren't pregnant, which makes you oh, mad. Oh my because goodness, mm-hmm. that makes you mad when people say mm-hmm. the the man is pregnant. She yeah, says, Sam and I aren't pregnant. I had a miscarriage. Super bummer. So then that's when Sav is like, Holly, J- uh, Holly J, Anya, how are we going to, uh, our parents are going to find out about this. And I was like, this is the point where you start worrying about yeah, your parents. They were worried out- about saying that they had lied about it because that's social suicide. Yeah. But now they've saved themselves from that. But they still have to pretend that they, she was pregnant. What, at what were you going to say there, Rachel? What did you almost just say? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, finish that thought. So, yeah, Dave brings them flowers, right? Or something to let, or who brings them flowers? Someone brought her sympathy flowers. It I might have been Dave. Dave, Dave Chessex, of course. Mm-hmm. Great Dave Chessex. Mm-hmm. So, and then mm-hmm. Sav is like, like Anya's scheming all this stuff. Anya is, oh remember goodness. in the boiling points, shark in the water thing, it's a mm-hmm. woman with two faces or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's living up to the name right now. Oh yeah. Um so they go so they they're They're gonna, like yeah. back together yeah. and he's going to be president and he's got all this shit to do for school now he's got like binders of stuff to read. They go back to his house and are making out on the couch. Yeah. Oh no, but before this, in. it should be before this mm-hmm. Anya's like it's going to be different this time, right, Sav? And mm-hmm. Sav's like, "Yes, mm-hmm. totally." So then they're now you go ahead. She was there making out on the they're, couch. They're making out on his couch and his mom comes home and his mom is shocked to see Anya there. He, she's trying, uh, sorry, he's trying to get rid of her. Like, go out the back door, <laughs> all these things. Oh my God. And she's like, no, like I, we're not doing this again. Mm-hmm. So he tries to lie to his mom who's shocked that Anya's there. And Anya's like, actually we were making out on the couch, but don't worry, you won't be seeing me again. Yeah. Because yep. she had said no more lies, no more. Yep. She, yeah. Yep. No so more. She, so she's pissed. So then the next day, Sav apologizes. and But Anya's like, dude, until you can stand up to your parents, like, I'm not mm-hmm. doing this. Which I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. You had to be into that. You love that shit. Oh, yeah. I thought it was great. I was so proud of her for... I was like, despite all of this nonsense of this uh, B story, I did really appreciate that she stood up for what mattered to her in that relationship. It showed that she had grown and matured. (laughs) Possibly. Right. You know, lying about miscarriages, but at least she understands that, like, she can't be in a relationship with someone who's going to lie to his parents about being in a relationship with her. Yeah. Yeah. Which was good. So Anya comes out. Which has been a big point of contention for them previously. Anya comes out pretty good in this one, I would say. I would too, despite the fact that she's <laughs> just lying left, right, and center. They both are. Super bummer. Super bummer. That was quite possibly like the most pizza man of pizza man moments. <laughs> it was really great. It was really great. It, it really Super was. bummer. Uh, Sav and I aren't pregnant. I had a miscarriage. Uh, super bummer. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> Super bummer. So now we're at the. Could, could you, you get, get the, the C, C story? story? Oh my god, you love this. this. This is your favorite. I don't know. They all had good moments, but 
You said this, <sighs> this was one of your this favorite was, stories. Yes. It this was is, great. Yeah, this is a, a, a great, this is Claren Paul. <laughs> Claren Paul has a new haircut and she is going to get laser eye surgery. She's got contacts recently, but she's like, you know what? Apparently my vision hasn't changed in three years and I can be part of this study. And she's telling Allie all of this and Jenna overhears it, but only the parts that have nothing to do with mentions of eyes. Mm-hmm. And so Allie is convinced, not Allie, sorry. Jenna. Jenna is convinced that Claire is getting a boob job. Yes, because she was talking about how much it's going to make her look better, like the mm-hmm. not having to wear glasses. Yeah. And she's talking about having surgery and she'll be able to come into school the same day, blah, blah, blah. Surgery. It'll um, be a little painful, but I can come into school the next day. Oh, my goodness. And a lot I, of people I also on this show are using the really... phrase boob job because that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people on this show just like doing a lot of things at the beginning of school. Holly J's missing the first day to stay in New York. Mm-hmm. Claren Paul's getting fucking LASIK, so she's going to miss a day. A lot of stuff going on at the beginning of school here. Mm-hmm. Claire Grimes Beach. You can call it Claire Grimes Beach, Claren Paul, whichever you want. Mm-hmm. So Jenna starts spreading around to everybody that she's getting a boob job. She tells KC... K- the first thing KC says is, I got to tell the guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Wow. And he goes, I want, he also says, I wonder what they'll be like. <laughs> Meaning her new and boobs. And Jenna's like, wait, what? <laughs> I wonder what they'll be like. So this KC's is like pretty classic. It is. This is like classic sitcom nonsense. It's just... Jenna being offended and saying things like, oh, I'm happy with who I am. And there's I don't. Yeah, I don't need to change anything. And then the 10th grade boys who are all like obsessed with this. Connor's honking. Yeah, (laughs) it's great. And it was just so ridiculous. It was like it was like a, a threes company episode buried in this like otherwise very serious episode about like. Yeah abuse like physical abuse and mm-hmm. stealing and pretending to yeah. be have I guess there was a lot of goofy stuff in this cuz the pregnancy yeah. thing is pretty goofy too so yeah and Claire's wondering the whole time if anyone's going to notice like and she's like oh like I hope that you know like some of the guys maybe notice that you know she's growing up a little bit and she wants to be you know seen a little bit differently and but they keep she, every time like they talk, like every time mm-hmm. Jenna and Claire mm-hmm. are talking to each other, it's like in this roundabout way that where it never gets quite said what's happening. So mm-hmm. Jenna's like, I'm really disappointed. You should just love the way you are. And then she's like, oh, but Jenna, it's fine. You can do it, too. So it's like, yeah, and she's like, I would never. And and Claire's like, I sur- like what's the big deal about yeah. eye surgery. But it is in that roundabout way, just enough where like they uh-huh. keep misinterpreting what the other one. which is pretty fucking great and then in the meanwhile all the 10th grade boys are wondering if she's really going to do it and then she comes into school afterwards and she can't do jumping jacks (laughs) but i had a question because it seemed like coach anderson armstrong was like also thinking it was a boob job in a way she was like oh yeah okay sit this one out like he didn't want to yeah and they're all like looking at her and going like i can't tell does she have anything done and like where there's only one way to find out like we have to send one of us to go find out 
about it. So Wesley Wes- goes and follows Claire, and they have a conversation where neither of them is saying quite the same thing. Do you feel different? And Does it hurt? And she's like, well, you know, a little bit. Do but- they feel the same? Yeah. And Claire is like, I guess so. <laughs> Really Can coming. I touch them? And she's like, my. She doesn't say my right. eyes, but you could just see exactly. their face. Like, uh, okay. And so she closes. So she her closes eyes. her eyes. <laughs> and then he reaches out. Boobs. You tell him. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah, she, and she's like, what the fuck? He straight up honks her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine being so? Like, I have never seen these two characters like talk to each other. And he's like, can mm-hmm. I feel them? Well, they they had um, that makeout session. Or, oh, you're you know, right. In the oh my closet god. In the last, I fucking uh, don't remember anything. Seven minutes in heaven. Don't listen. Yeah, to it's me. okay. It's okay. No, that was so funny. And so she, I mean, f- and it's like obviously an innocent misunderstanding. He's not like, mm-hmm. you know, doing anything terrible. But I do have to say, fuck Jenna. Because Jenna, yeah. I don't like Jenna. Jenna was so judgy, judgy. about the whole thing. And, and I don't know if it's literally just because. So Claire does this whole thing where she finds out. So she found out from Wesley that this is this rumor that Jenna has been spreading around. And so she tells Allie and she comes up with this plan where she like fucks with Jenna. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. she walks in, she stuffed her bra and she walks in acting like she did get a boob job. Yeah. And Jenna's like, it's slutty. Like, why yeah. would you do that? Like, like calling her horrible I things know. and stuff like that. And it's like, because you stole her boyfriend? Like, is that why you're <laughs> saying yeah. these mean things about her? Well, she, you, want, you were literally her friend, like, not that long ago. She does say, I feel like you did this because you're trying to get KC back. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, what? Are you crazy? Well, then she's like, I got my eyes surgery, you fucking idiot. And she throws the mm-hmm. socks at her. And Jenna's like, oopsie. Mm-hmm. She's like, do you want me to tell everybody that I was wrong? And Claire was like, I don't care what people think about me. Mm-hmm. And she says, like, you know, about the plan to get Casey back. She's like, I wouldn't have to do that to get Casey back if I wanted to. And then they did share a little bit of a look. Yeah. And Casey had been looking at her boobs, which was great. When the, when she comes back the next day after the eye surgery and everybody mm-hmm. was and everybody was like, oh, she definitely did it. She got it done. I could tell. like they're like, I could tell. <laughs> Fucking pussy. So funny. Um, uh, and, and so Claire, Claire is like, it was laser eye surgery, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so then after this, Claire and Allie are walking and she's like, no one even noticed. Like I, you know, without all of this stuff. Yeah. So like, maybe I should just put my glasses back on and go back to like who I was. And she drops her glasses and who rolls over them? Eli. That, in a hearse. Let me tell you something. One of the great character introductions. I have to say, I oh loved my it. God. I loved it. I, loved I literally it. sat there and I was like, I'm going to love Eli, aren't I? I don't know if I'm going to love Eli, <laughs> but I love that character introduction of him pulling up oh, in the fucking hearse. Perfect. With like, I don't know who that band is playing, like a, mm-hmm. a simple plan or something. Running mm-hmm. over her. And it's such a me- like a such a heavy handed metaphor of like, I'm I'm going to be the one who's involved in like taking your not your innocence but like you're gonna grow up now you're Mm -hmm. gone are these childish glasses and i'm running them yeah well he tells her that she has pretty eyes Mm -hmm. and she is just like i'm i'm done i'm one over i would be too at one point i believe it's Allie, or it might have been uh claire who refers to it as hooter gate did you hear that (laughs) 
<laughs> no. Yeah, the the <laughs> conversation, the, the lie about that she Hootergate. got a boob, boob job said they called it. She started Hootergate meeting Jenna. Oh my god. I the hearse is a bit much. Nah, but I, I, no way. The hearse, <laughs> Belisima. I love the hearse. But I I walked away from that going, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna love Eli. Oh, Rachel, it's a new era for the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon podcast. In fact, to be fair, these episodes probably never ran in the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon because they were on a different channel. Think? They were on a different network channel. That was an end thing. No, in, in the U.S. they were on the same channel. Oh, you're right. Oh, God, I gotta take a walk. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> no, no, you can keep that. I don't care. Me being foolish is part of the the charm of the podcast. But, Rach, since it's a new era for the Degrassi Every Episode, Every Marathon podcast, we have decided amongst each other that it was time mm-hmm. in this, in this um, climate to mm-hmm. retire the patented scale. We're retiring the patented scale, the it goes there scale, the scale from one to 10 that nobody else can use. Maybe now we'll relinquish mm-hmm. the patent and let somebody else use it. Well, I don't know about relinquishing. You don't want to relinquish the patent. All right, so we'll keep the patent. No. We'll be stingy. It's intellectual property. We'll, right you're right. There. We'll be stingy about it. Nobody else can still okay. use it. But there was once upon a time we had a scale. And it was the Degrassi, mm-hmm. it goes there scale of one to ten, one being the less, mm-hmm. ten being the most. But since now we're in a new era of the show and we don't say it goes there anymore, we don't think they ever said it goes there anymore, we decided to, we're not getting rid of the bit. We are still going to rank the episode from something to mm-hmm. something. This is so stupid. <laughs> but from now on, or at least this season, because I don't know if next season is this anymore, so we may have to rethink this again next season. But. Mm-hmm. It's the boiling point. It's not even next season. It's only a third of this season is the boiling point. Oh, it is? So, yeah. Oh. They had three separate themes for this season. Wait, so. what? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, so we may have to it's, change this soon. <laughs> we have to change this in a couple months, depending on how long it takes us to get to the end of the boiling well, point. Well, we talked about it last week. I assume, I assume that, you know... If you're going towards the boiling point, everything is going to build in drama right. to get to right. that. And then it'll boil over. What is the temperature? 211.95 degrees Fahrenheit. We're going to call it 212 degrees Fahrenheit. That's okay. the boiling point. So from now on, we're going to rank every episode by how hot it is from one degree Fahrenheit, which is the least amount of hotness of the episode, Mm -hmm. to 212 degrees Fahrenheit. I got this from Wikipedia. This might not be right, but we're going with it. It doesn't matter. If you're 212 degrees Fahrenheit is the hottest, it's boiling over. Well, that's actually just like when it boils. So it's actually probably hotter to be actually boiling like a rolling boil, but whatever Two one mm-hmm. to 212 degrees Fahrenheit. So Rachel, how hot in Fahrenheit degrees between one okay. and 212. Oh God. You... Yeah. We should probably even be doing this in Celsius. <laughs> this is Canada. Yeah. Well, I got it. 99.97, <laughs> which is 98. It's yeah. So let's just, yeah. what do you want to do? You want to do it in Celsius? I don't know. I mean, we're in the Let's US. Just keep so it. do we do one to two hundred and twelve? <laughs> it's also funnier because there's so much more, and you're gonna freak out. Of it. Every week, you're gonna be like, I don't know what number to rather than just pick a fucking number. Yeah. So 
Yeah. How hot do you think episodes 1003 and 1004 break away by Kelly Clarkson? Mm-hmm. How hot? How boiling? Did they get to boiling? Or is it merely warm or hot? Tell me the number. Mm-hmm. I, so, love that you are, I, just, I love that you are going to agonize <laughs> over the number every yeah. fucking week. There's a lot of number choices. And the thing is, you can get into decimals, too, which is you just going to agonize over so, this. And I love it. So, like I just said, I feel like it's going to be a slow build <laughs> a to slow a boiling slow. point, yeah. right? You know, Although like last you, week, you turn the oven on, it takes a while for all that water to heat up. I don't up. know, dude. It's, last week, he threw her down the stairs. jumped there. And then I feel like, so I'm like, is this a, a low simmer? <laughs> is it even up to a simmer yet? Well, like, I don't know what the just, temperature is for simmer. I don't either. So <laughs> I have to make it up. Um this one, it goes there in some ways, but it's also kind of wrapping up some other things in a neat package. Like Fiona stuff is like, okay, forget about that abuse. She's fine mm-hmm. now. Like she's happy in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, and Holly J might've lost the presidency, but like, it seems like she'll be okay. And you know, things like that. So I f- it feels a little bit tidy at the end rather than being too going there. But um, the Sav Anya stuff is just comedy. Like what? I don't even know. And then um Wesley touching Claire's boobs is pretty good you too. Um I'm so out of two twelve, I'm gonna give it a one thirty eight. Ooh. See, here's the thing. I think what we're it's like around a five. What we're gonna have, <laughs> what's gonna end up happening is mm-hmm. because for these these episodes that were once a week, four days a week. They're going to start mm-hmm. off. Well, I guess this one in the middle got really hot. And then by the end, yeah. sort of tapered and off. Then it cooled. What did you give it? It's like your burner might be broken, right. which was happening to me. So yeah. like if you hit it just wrong, then it turns off. The burner's then... broken and the gas is just leaking. And then you're fucking got gas in the house. <laughs> it was an electric oh, stove, right. thank okay. God. But <laughs> um, So what did you give it? I'm sorry. I said I said I gave it a one thirty eight, which I said was around a five, but that's not true. It's probably around the equivalent of a six, if wow. you will. Because wow. you know, really, yeah. see, I didn't think yeah. this was like a particularly like boiling hot episode. I thought we started off yeah. pretty hot, cooled down, mm-hmm. and then I don't think anything in the second episode was really like that. I thought it was a lot of comedy. I thought yeah. the the Claire and Paul story was pretty comedy. I thought the Anya and Sav stuff was kind of comedy until it wasn't. But no, even then, point. I was like, yeah. eh, not a big deal i was proud of anya for sticking up for herself but other than that yeah i might i might change my rating oh, now sorry. that we've you talked take through this it a too bit seriously more. yeah Go I, ahead. i'm gonna change it to a 96 <laughs> do you want to know something i shit you not i swear to god my rating was going to be a 96 i still don't know why <laughs> It's because we know each other too well now. (laughs) I don't know why. I think I thought like 98.6 is like the body. And then I was like, well, 96. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was going to say exactly 96. (laughs) So for the first ever boiling point, we have (laughs) dung. I'm sticking with it. 96, baby. You know, yeah, it goes there a little a bit at the beginning, but then it comes kind of down a little bit. But I enjoyed this a lot, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Although it's not mm-hmm. boiling over, the water wasn't... It doesn't have to boil over to be a great episode. I mm-hmm. loved this. 
The Claire mm-hmm. stuff was Bellissima. Anya saying seven I aren't pregnant. We had a miscarriage. Super bummers. Fucking <laughs> magnifique. Everything here was fun mm-hmm. and great, except for Fiona being thrown down the stairs. But that didn't even happen in these episodes. So you know. No, that was last episode. She's just still bruised from it. She was mildly. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. So that so we'll see bad. how long that lasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but hey at least we we uh hit it today all right pat i can't believe you said i i I mean i can't prove that i really was gonna say that but i promise that i was i I, it seemed like a very genuine reaction so i don't write it down beforehand like you i usually just piggyback off of you i wrote it down Mm -hmm. as we were doing it because i uh i wasn't sure what my rating was just yet So, Pat, yeah. if you had an extra 17 votes to give to someone Great. in these two episodes to win as class president, who would it be? You're who would be these. your most valuable, boiling, pointing Degrassian? You're killing these these days. The, 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 the run up to the asking me. Just mag- magnificent. Thank stuff. you. Thank you. Terrific stuff. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to say... <sighs> I'm I'm torn on this one. I have two people that I'm torn between. It's sometimes, I mean, and, and you could probably go back and say I'm a liar because I've probably done mm-hmm. it before, but there's something about a C story person getting an MVD that like just doesn't feel right because it's like, mm-hmm. they're sort of just like a portion of the episode. But at the same time, you know what? I think I'm going to go here. I think I'm going to go there mm-hmm. because as much as this isn't an episode about Claire, it is about Claire. There's so it's about mm-hmm. Claire sort of like coming to terms with like the next phase of Claire. And then mm-hmm. those eyeglasses just getting run over by the hearse was just my favorite. Mm-hmm. And it's my mm-hmm. favorite character introduction. I'm not giving it to Eli, certainly because I don't know him yet. But I loved yeah. that character introduction. And it all comes because of Claire. I like Claire's sort of like, fuck you, dude. Like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Claire just feels right. I was also, I, I'm not even going to say who I also was in case it's yours. I will say it if mm-hmm. it is yours, but uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Claire. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a couple, there's a couple of people who I think could be MVDs yeah. this week. I mean, I, I immediately wrote down two after this and I was like, I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to choose between them. So I'm going to choose Claire was one of them. So I'm going to choose the other person that I wrote down because you said a lot of the things that stood out for me, but I think that this other person also deserves recognition. Um, Let's say it on three. One, one two, two, three. three. Anya. Anya. Yep. Um, because not only was that story very enjoyable, but then I totally. really liked how she handled things in it. Super bummer, but like beyond the super bummer, really. No, I, I, I thought that like, despite all of, the nonsense in that story as a whole, the way that she kind of spoke about things with Sav and with other people, I was, I really admired. And I was like, Oh, this is so nice to see like her kind of taking charge and being way more mature than her shitty ex-boyfriend is. Yeah. I think both her and Claire have like similar journeys in this yeah. episode. Where it's I like love shedding- oh, Claire's too yeah. though. Claire, Claire, Claire pulling that prank on Jenna. Mm-hmm. was so yeah. pizza man it was great and i also think there's argument that not uh, fiona fiona mm-hmm. sort of has also that journey of like figuring out what do i both all three of them what do i need to make me happy 
Yeah, Fiona buying a $4,000 credenza didn't really <laughs> endear herself to me too much. But also, I mean, it might just be because I don't have $4,000 sitting in my bank account to buy some furniture. But Well, you also don't get out of the car and do this with your hand, and then the guy grabs it and helps. Oh, yeah, and I don't hold up my pinky to walk with my best friend. But like sure, you can steal more money from my bank account. I'm not going to change my password. I did kind of give Fiona credit, though, for not like letting that be a bigger thing than it had to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she sort of like understood the plight and decided like, okay, I know you fucked up. I fucked up too yeah. in the past. Let's just move on. Yeah. And then like told her she had to do things that she would have done anyway because they're friends now. Yeah. And like most people in this, in these episodes, like even though Holly J like fucked up, I still appreciated her. But I I think the only person that I really despise besides Tinsley is Jenna. Oh, right. Tinsley. Fuck Jenna. She was out here being the thing. It wasn't even so much that like she was like spreading a rumor. It was Mm -hmm. like how personally offended she was at the Mm -hmm. idea of Mm -hmm. somebody like doing something to like fuck you who are you like you have any right to say like oh she shouldn't do that because i think it's this way and that makes me feel uncomfortable and it's like yeah get, that's your shit not hers Mm-mm. also she didn't get a boob job so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter at all <laughs> that's the kind of shit i'll be honest with you mm-hmm. that is the kind of shit that i expected would be claire stuff based yeah. on people's reactions to claire yep yep mm-hmm so this Jenna character, which I was saying was going to be a member, I was like, I'm going to like Jenna. Mm-hmm. Well, I said, I said at the end of last season, I'm like, oh, I think that I might end up liking Jenna more. And you said, probably not. <laughs> we'll see. So, I mean, look, a yeah. lot, of, lot of Degrassi left. A lot of Congratulations Degrassi to the actress who plays Jenna, who was recently yes, wed. Yes, she just got married this past weekend. And we all saw lots of photos. And there's a little Degrassi reunion there. Jessica yeah. Tyler. Yep. And Holly J was there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were there. Yeah, lots of them. Claire was not there. Fifi was there. Allie was there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were there. Shyler Stone were there. Snake mm-hmm. was Snake there. Snake was there. Mm-hmm. A lot of, some a lot people, of people we haven't, we haven't met, met. yet. <laughs> yeah. But no Claire and Paul, which I did notice. Them. I was mm-hmm. interested. I wonder why Claire isn't there. Yeah. Maybe she just had a vacation or something. She Maybe she and, and Jenna aren't friends in real life either. Maybe not. You don't have to be friends with everybody. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Some things will never change. No, never be the same. Some things will never be the same. Never be the same. So you know all the places to find us, right? Yeah, write us a five-star review, though. At, uh, Apple Podcast Review, you listen to mm-hmm. the podcast. Go to the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com. Slash, slash deep. deep. We're doing fun things over there. The Facebook page is always going. The Broomheads and Dope Monkeys. You can see us on Instagram, SparkleSpaz28. Write us an email, ver at gmail.com. We got mm-hmm. it all going on. Mm-hmm. Summer's over, baby. Get some Good cocoa. Stuff. Oh, my God. Not yet. It's too hot for that. Pumpkin spice lattes. Right. No Pumpkin bread. I don't know. I do like pumpkin bread, but it's it's too hot out. It's like you know I what just, I like. I just finished eat. my corn on the cob. Like, hold off a second. <laughs> you know what I like to eat most in the fall is leaves. What? I just mm. crumple them up. I eat them. Mm. I just like so, I you, so you're doing the composting for the earth. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite mm-hmm. thing to eat because it makes me feel like the fall. They fall down onto the ground. I just crumble them up. I eat them. Mm-hmm. It's a nice like nice crunchy sound, right? It's like a salad.
Mm-hmm. Well, I noticed that there's a lot of leaves on the ground already because everything's too dry. Mm-hmm. I've been eating them. Mm-hmm. Really getting it's, the spirit. It's good because you can just walk and be like, oh, there's some leaves and you just eat them. Yeah. <laughs> and they're free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. It's so dumpster on that diving note. for the new millennium. <laughs> Only you just go right to the ground. You just pick up and eat some leaves full of nutrients. So on that note. Good night. Some things will never change. And grilled cheese, definitely. Never be the same. And grilled cheese, definitely. Boiling points, baby. Bring them on. I can't believe we did the same number. (laughs) 